and welcome to the Horus Heretics. I'm William. I'm Neil. And today we're presenting bonus episode 12, um, because we didn't do a normal episode because we haven't read the book. We will be looking at Hammer and Bolter, what's it called? The uh, Old Baylai. <laughs> Old Baylai, a good name. Um, uh, it was free yesterday on, as a promotional thing to get people into uh, Warhammer Plus, is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, and we watched it, so you don't have to. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it's uh, this, is, uh, this is unpaid promotion. We're doing it for fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just be aware <laughs> the of way, that. The way you said that sounded really suspicious. Like, have you been paid, Neil? Because I haven't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is officially, this is unpaid content. Um, <laughs> unofficially i've got a retainer from the games workshop i'm sitting on a big games workshop gaming chair as we speak <laughs> you're at your at your what the fuck what the what do like pc gamers call their like their their battle station their battle station <laughs> yeah the the pc master race dick holes uh yeah they're they're really the one of the worst form of of youtuber or or of online <laughs> online person i guess uh, jesus christ the worst the worst form of youtuber is quite a they're all bad like <laughs> well no like 90 percent, 99 percent are fine and i don't mean this to be like oh you know not all youtubers but it seems to be like when you become really big on youtube you just turn into the absolute worst person and whether it, that means that you have to be the worst person in order to make it big on YouTube to put in the time and stuff, or me, is there like a, like a support group that you go to that features, you know, PewDiePie and H3, H3 productions and all these fucking losers that just talk and say, right now, now you can start being absolutely terrible. Because they're like, right, look, we know you do a lot of video games coverage, and we know, you know, quite rightly, you've started, um, you know, abusing games developers and basically, uh, you know, encouraging them to be sent death threats. But we really think you've got to wean in. You're now at the stage where you've got to start weaning into far right content. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and and uh, Jake Paul is going to give us five minutes about just that. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, th- this session is on uh, racism and white supremacism. Racism and how to do it. <laughs> and how to do it well and better. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, God, they're just the fucking scum of the earth. Anyway, anyway. anyway enough YouTube. about scum of the earth and now about scum of different earths. <laughs> yeah. hey, that's all right. That wasn't nice, bad. Nice segue. Um, <laughs> talking of the word segue, I had an embarrassing moment yesterday. Oh, I... did you see... Yeah, no, where I I, I I had felt like segue, right? I felt like segue in the way that I've just used it was just felt like S E G W A U. Yeah, no. S E G. Yeah, it's just one of those moments where, like, you know, just a layer of the world is that you didn't know about is peeled back before your eyes and you well, feel I, slightly embarrassed. I used to work with a guy who said Sieg. And yeah. if I can just that, Sieg into something, and like, that may be. Right, I have no idea. Well, yeah, I, I thought that was a whole other word. Like, I just thought it was a whole set. I didn't know it was anything to do with segue. I thought segue was just like, you know, a way between two, a way between two segments. <laughs> did you, did you think that like, okay, um, I'm going to connect this thing over here with this unconnected thing over here by getting on my sort of verbal. <laughs> 
tilting machine thing. Is that what you... <laughs> yeah, metaphorically, that's what you're doing. <laughs> well, I, I, I knew it was spelled that way, but I, I'd never heard it pronounced. And I, I, the only way I'd heard it pronounced was Segway. And then this guy started saying Sieg. And I was like, Jesus, this guy's vocabulary is way beyond mine. And then I thought, oh, is that what that, he is that what that is? And then obviously he was so confident in his use of Sieg that I was like, oh God, maybe everybody I know is wrong, including me. And yeah. it is Sieg. And it could very well be. It's one of those words that like English pronunciation could be Sieg and uh, American and therefore uh, internet way of uh, of saying it is Segway. I have no idea. Well, yeah, I'm sure I've used Sieg, but like I say, I thought Sieg and Segway were two, um, it didn't even occur to me that they were the same thing. But anyway... Uh, en- not, what, enough what, what, of the thesaurus podcast. We'll, we'll, that's for a different <laughs> audience. Hope that's queered, queered up for someone out there who doesn't have to <laughs> fall into that <laughs> embarrassing pitfall. Um, but uh, yeah, so here we go. Hammer and Bolter. Um, Neil, I totally ruined Neil's fantastic segue by talking about the first. Well, actually, if we just to stop the uh, the, the flow once again, <laughs> it is one of my absolute dreaded fucking things in podcasts is people saying that they're going to segue. Uh, I don't right, know if yeah. you, if, if, making a big deal of announcing it yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like that's not a good segue it's yeah i'm going that. to segue into doing this and you're like that is the maddest thing in the world it, that's like saying you're going to walk across the room and then <laughs> walking across the room it's <sighs> mental and then right. other people will go that's a great segue they'll review the segue and <laughs> oh my god it, it's just an aspect of the you know the content production mill that is yeah. just like, well, this podcast needs to be 10 times longer than it really should be. Yeah. So we're just going to talk in the in shite. And God, I've just said we're going to talk in the in shite and realize that that is the entirety of this podcast that we have done for yeah. 60 episodes. So now I'll finish <laughs> Anyway. Okay. So talking of content production, um, <laughs> the this uh, this cartoon we're looking at here, Neil. Um, yeah. Animation, what? please. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, the, <laughs> let's ins- let's insist upon a, a, a distinction that means nothing. Okay, right. Um, so this is uh, right. So this is part of the new Warhammer Plus thing, which is basically oh, it's a bunch of other. If you sign up, to, I think there's a bunch of other stuff attached. But I think the central thing of it is like TV shows, basically, right? Yeah. So I think they've got a bunch of stuff that's starting off with, and this is one of them, which I think is a kind of anthology. Uh, series yeah. um, of different tales from around the the worlds of I think both fantasy Warhammer and Warhammer Forty Thousand, and I think this is based on like a, a either a magazine or sort of it's a series. Some black... it's, it is a series of novels. Uh, I'm right. sure I'm sure there are like other things in in magazines and stuff. But I had a look on the Black Library website, and there are um, novels that are apparently well considered uh, that I but... have not read. But they're like anthologies, are not of like they're like and short story anthologies, the Hammer and Bolter things, I believe. Oh, well, oh excuse me, yes, but um, the, uh, the the main character in this one, ah, sorry, uh, yeah, is yeah, the central figure in um, uh, some series of novels that I haven't read. But though I may I may go in and actually read those because I'm sort of intrigued after this, which is exactly yeah. what it's all about. 
And and well, yeah, I know the I know the main character in this very well. I remember his minute from when I was first into Games Workshop and his big pincer thing on his arm. And um, a mad eye. Uh, yeah, so this is old Bailey we're talking about. So this war, this story is told from the point of view of some orcs about um, Commissar Yarick of the Imperial Guard and his legendary rivalry with Gasgol Thraka, the big uh, orc warlord. Yeah. Um, and uh, so basically, we it's a sort of what is he uh, an orc like? herder guy or something <laughs> yeah there's like a big orc is he a herder i suppose he is he, he's got like a shepherd's crook a techno crook yeah he's got a techno <laughs> crook and he's like he's like look you you young lads don't know anything basically he starts saying to these two orcs who yeah i can't remember what, what why and, and it's all told in in the form of like a, a story from his yeah. point of view which kind of works because the animation it, it's just sort of vignettes so it doesn't really yeah flow as as you know as the story is told and the animation itself is like full painted backgrounds but with they don't move there there are one or two points on the screen yeah that move so the the animation is limited um that said the art is quite nice yeah there were there are some cool visual there was some visually cool stuff and and the story was you know it was it was quite it's obviously one of the legendary tales of warhammer 4000 and, yeah. and you know it was it was it was quite cool for what it was i guess going through over these sort of tales of um commissar yarrick um but like I, I must say like it felt very like unfinished mm-hmm. like it just felt very rushed to me like you know um like as in <clears throat> like what it most reminded me would be like the story segments. I mean, this is not the same point as we made last time about an old school game having these weird. When we talked about the the computer um, yeah. animated uh, program, we talked about before a film or whatever it was. Uh, we talked about before and we said it was like an old PC game. But this reminds me of like a um, a modern. This would be the story segments of a modern, relatively low budget game. Yeah, it uh, had, it very much had a, a sort of visual novel. Uh, feel to it like a a dream daddy or something on a steam game um something like that where there's like where they've obviously been limited in their animation budget or whatever so yeah. that rather than like everything being fully animated it's like let's just have stills that move a little bit i mean there are some bits of like sort of full animation in this um, yeah but I, it, to be honest was, I, I i i'm not sure i go quite so far as to say not finished, but I, I think the the scope is clearly extremely limited. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I mean. It's like, I wouldn't say, yeah, unfinished, but I just mean it gave me... I didn't think this was shit for what it was, right? But it gave me the impression that if this is what they put out as their free episode in advance of the, advance of the launch of this big new channel, that they've kind of rushed the whole project a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? Like, and That's not to say that this is bad in its own right, it was just that, um, I don't know, wait, yeah. It didn't... Yeah, I, I, I'd say I, I really quite like this. Um, but I went in with my eyes open because obviously what I want is a sort of full, brutal, 60-minute long episode of a, a like a really well-animated show. But that's that. That's not going to happen, and I knew that wasn't going to happen. So I was I was kind of expecting this kind of very limited animation thing, 
and I think they they worked within the confines that they had. So, as I was saying, the the whole structure being you know a, a story told from the point of view of a, a like a a lowly orc. What what was he a gurt herder or something like that? Whatever the fuck he was, um, it just kind of worked well. It was it was the right story to tell in the medium, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. And yeah, I just kind of liked it. But shall we shall we talk a little bit about the actual plot? Yeah, please do. Um... So yeah, um, Herder starts talking about Inquisitor Garrick. Sorry, not Inquisitor. Um, Commissar Garrick. Um, Yarrick. 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 No. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he has a he's got a claw that he yep. cut off uh, he was in a battle with a uh, uh, one of Gasgol Thrak's war bosses um he cuts off his hand and then uh, Yarick is un, like disturbed by that and cuts off his head takes his arm and puts it onto his and then i think because they there were stories about him having a baleful eye. He he had a laser eye put in, <laughs> which is fucking cool. That's that's that is like big forty k, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I like that. Also, yeah. I've got a line here that in all the um, animation, Garrick looks like a fucking psychopath. Like he yeah. is. No, it, it, they they did well in making it clear that this guy's mad, and he's like not a noble hero. He's fucking crazy and he's so crazy that some orcs see him and run away from him yeah i guess that was a kind of cool thing about the story because normally like the, the perspective would be ah the wild orcs are attacking that planet you know and they're so crazed for war and everything whereas this was like uh commissar yarrick uh, or old bailey as they call him was he was you know their sort of terrifying legend was that you know and he was that sort of he had that bloodlust and yeah. you know um, wildness about him and um and about 60 percent of what he says is for the emperor um, <laughs> that's true yes absolutely the, the, the all dialogue is very limited apart from the sort of voiceover of this orc sheep herder yeah um, um and yeah there was a, a bit that uh, garrick uh, sort of runs after Thra- thraka runs away but he's actually luring yarrick into uh, a trap and this is all done through like sort of little x's and o's on a on a board and you know like uh, little arrows being drawn on and stuff and it's um it's it's okay um but yarrick is captured and tortured in this um uh plot by thraka and is put to work in like work gangs and he does what he does and uh forments an uprising um and they destroy the base that they're in. Presumably, everybody dies, but not, uh, not Yarrick. Uh, he's fixed up by the orcs and released. And Thraka says that good enemies are hard to find. So he sort of Yarrick is in like debt almost to this orc, and the orc is just getting stronger the more the more times he fights Yarrick. It's yeah. it's quite uh, it's all told extremely basically, but it's um it's quite good. Yeah, and then there's like is that basically the end of it? And then there's like talks a bit about the continuing wars they had, and yeah, and, and at the end of the story, they're both still like on the go, aren't they? They're both still out there. Yeah, so like they fix up Yarrick and send him back, and obviously he is um upset by this. You you kind of see 
uh, Yarrick writing at like a writing desk and clearly he's not been himself for probably a few years he looks outside and there's a huge statue of himself and um i think that sort of brings to you know brings it to his mind that he's sitting here writing he's not the hero that he's supposed to be and he smashes open a display case and pulls out his <laughs> old hat oh, i yeah. think yeah. Um, I bet in his mind he was thinking, I'm no Scrivener. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, and that's when he they chases them for a last battle. There's a bit about like um, Thraka teleports, can teleport things now. He sends down these big like uh, fortresses, uh, which are oh, basically yeah. um, asteroids that he just sends down and uh, into the, a planet, which is cool. And there's like a really massive bullet battle. There's just yeah, like yeah. there's just like rain of bullets falling between them, which, which is great. I like that. And it was like it was like yeah, but he didn't count on Commissioner Yarrick having you know a plan to counteract him, and 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 uh, his plan was to line up loads of guns and have them all firing continuously at the same time. Yeah. At, <laughs> the cunning old dog. <laughs> That's advanced commissar school. That's you know you need to be the, uh, one of the best political operatives to be to be told that secret. Um, and uh, the storyteller says that he was in there and lost his leg to old Beali. Um, oh yeah, he's still out there looking for Gaskal Thraka and. Gaskolthrak is still looking forward to their next battle, and what a scrap that will be! All all of this told in, and I'm I was I was so impressed by this, um, in sort of East End, you know, London slang, and I was I'm impressed that they got it in a sort of, they did it okay in a way that wasn't unbearable. Right, it, it could so easily have been the worst thing ever. And I don't think yeah. it was at all. Yeah, I mean, there were moments where I cringed a little bit, um, <laughs> but just at some of the words they use, but um, like Umis. Uh, the Humis. For you, yeah, um, and stuff like that. Yeah. For some reason, uh puts my teeth on my edge slightly. But, yeah. um, I get but, it. I, I get you. But um, yeah, I, I, I think they did it all, all right. Um, I also want to give a shout out to the the music. Um, they they didn't um, go too heavy on the sort of space opera yeah. uh, stuff at all. There was there were some points where they had like some real, you know, like some real dirt rock, like a monster yeah. magnet or something playing, you know, like, <laughs> like real shitty stuff like that, which was good. And then there was also like some vaporwave stuff as well, like some synthy yeah uh, stuff which was also well, really good well that's the thing like the whole thing and i don't necessarily mean this as a criticism or it's not entirely a criticism it had a sort of scrappy feel about yeah. it, you know what i mean which was kind of like endearing in a way you know like um but also made me think like this whole warhammer plus thing and they've just like they've been having to churn out some content you know yeah um quick this, this uh, uh, to, to sum up i suppose I like this. I like this quite a lot, but I'm not going to sign up to that thing on the back of this. I'm also probably not going to watch any more of them uh, unless like, you know, somebody says you need to start watching these. These are really great. Um, you know, what I think 
would be great would be a big uh, what's the equivalent of sword and sandals i suppose like i suppose hammer and bolts are really, isn't it? Um, but like a, a proper in-depth intriguey politicsy um animated show or live action show whatever you want um yeah getting into the the nitty-gritty of it all that spent that takes time on it all and this isn't yeah. that this is fun fast storytelling kind of uh, get to the absolute meat of the issues and it was it was quite well done like i think it was pretty good but uh, it's, it's I've, I've only got a limited amount of time to spend and i'm not going to spend it on this that's certainly but just now you mentioned like a, a form for a game like politics yeah drama sounds fucking ace like well, um and they could do it with a rel- you know they could do that on a relatively low budget you know to just spend the money on like the the, the costumes and the sets so it wouldn't need that many action absolutely like pieces. don't need space marines don't need don't even need aliens because I, th- I was telling Will um, uh, at some point over the past week when he was down for my wedding um, that uh, married. So, so, <laughs> I'm married now um, and yeah like so, some of the books some of the more recent books um, that I've read they've gone deep on like now that Gilliman has has um, come back and has gone on his Indomitus crusade and has obviously shaken shit up on Earth, um, there's now factions within the government who are um, fighting Gilliman's reforms because uh, they think the emperor's plan was perfect and therefore it's a perfect form of government and any there is no need for reforms. Any reforms are a movement away from perfection and and the plan of the emperor, and so there are like factions in the in the Astra Militarum and in the uh, Astra Munitorum and all of the all of the different branches of government, and how they work together and and you know form uh, alliances and fight against the others and stuff, and that is prime for you know this kind of show where it's just the um, the kind of uh, the infighting of it all and obviously you would need some sort of every now and then there's obviously going to be some battle somewhere fought, fought and stuff so yeah a lot of it you could just be hearing about battles or battles being reported you know yeah, and then just occasionally like a wee skirmish or a murder or something like that would be involved probably but yeah maybe but obviously i think that all requires just such a huge base of background knowledge you know that you can't start with this kind of show you have to like, yeah, yeah. you have to bring people along i think um so that that would probably be hard but any, what are we saying hard this isn't going to happen so <laughs> what does it matter uh but that kind of thing you know I, I those are the kind of stories that i'm most interested in at the minute well that was that was going to be my um you've already answered my, was going to be my question for you which was well, would you subscribe to the thing, um, the the to see the other shows? Um, and you've, I think you've said no already. I think my answer would be, I'll probably leave it for a few months and see what comes up, yeah. and then maybe maybe try a month or something. Um, yeah, see. like it's it's what four ninety nine. Yeah. So, yeah, that, so. I, I, who am I kidding? I will try it for a month some, <laughs> somewhere along the line, but yeah. uh, it'll be for a month, I think, just to check out what's there and then. You know, reevaluate. Yeah, and I suppose that leads to my second question, which is, if we're not going to be covering some more of these shows, what are we doing for the next podcast? 
um, in two weeks' time. Uh, haven't the faintest idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I do. I must say, I do feel slightly bad. Much as they sort of make a joke out of it, like we, this was meant to be a proper podcast in the main, you know, canonical line of Horus Heretics, Horus Heretics podcasts, and we haven't done it. I mean, but uh, so apologies for that if if this that is what you're tuning in for. But we we will get back to it. Um, just been busy. Neil's got married, like he says, um, and uh, but he's also apparently somehow finding the time for extracurricular black library reading. Um, <laughs> uh, tells us. Um, I've got another uh, podcast that I haven't told Will oh, about. Fuck, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, but yeah, um, and I'm 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 busy with work stuff now, so it's just been a bit difficult to get in. But yeah, apologies if you are waiting for that stuff. But we will we will get there. Uh, so yeah we're done unless you have anything else to add Neil no no that's it that was a, a good sort of uh, fun podcast that was longer than the 20 minutes of the actual <laughs> uh, show um, so you know that's that's some good content production I know I mean god that's a really that really makes me think of a sort of a really sort of a spiral of content you know that yeah. like imagine if someone reviewed our podcast I was like, should you watch the show or listen to their podcast? <laughs> three hours. Uh, we will discuss this over the course of three three-hour episodes. <laughs> um, and my answer to that question now is just watch the show, I would say. It's going to be one or the other. Um, nah, but now you've listened nah, to this nah, podcast, nah, nah, so you're nah. fucked. So like, you can't unlisten to this podcast to get that answer. So that, again, is a paradox of some sort. <laughs> okay. Um, you're absolutely right, Will. <laughs> whatever you just said was true okay so I trust that, you. before we open up any more fucking time space rifts um, or something through what we've just said we'll just end the podcast yeah, so let's see you next time bye